0: Welcome into the Liba Business Hour, sponsored by Nats to Tasseling, highlighting local independent businesses in and around Lincoln on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Here's your host, Liba President and CEO,
1: Bud Seinhorst. Good morning and welcome to the Liba Business Hour. Uh, thank you to our show sponsor, Nats to Tasseling. Earn cash, build character, Nats to Tasseling. Learn more at Nats at at notafraidtosweat.com. Our opening segment this morning is sponsored by U-Stop, earn points that spend like cash with the kickback card, which could get you snacks and even gas available at all 24 U-Stop locations. Join the conversation today. You can call or text at 402-464-5685. Listen on the 93.7 The Ticket app and on the web at theticketfm.com, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, an Allo channel nine fifty one, or you can come right down here to ten forty O Street, grab yourself a cup of fresh coffee from the mill, and uh, just join us and watch us and heckle us and uh, what have you. We're still we still have had, not had anybody with a poster yet, Nick. My goal before I leave this yes. show yes. is I want somebody to come down with a poster. I know. Um, well, I'm sure somebody will eventually. Hopefully, I might yeah. have to pay somebody if I'm going to actually get somebody with a poster go. down here. But That's hey, right. whatever works, right? All right. Well, today uh, we are going to have uh, a great show. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, first of all, I'm going to uh, in our first segment we've got Ty Westover with EPSG. Um, if anybody's wondering what EPSG is, they work with merchant solution and credit card processing. So uh, I'm going to let Ty go a little bit deeper into that and just tell us a little bit about what is EPSG.
0: Thank you very much, Bud. Uh, glad to be here. EPSG is a payment processor, as you've alluded to. Um, essentially, we're out here trying to save the world one merchant at a time. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, my goal is to work with small, medium-sized businesses and nonprofits and help them save on what they're paying for their merchant services.
1: Great. Um, so, so when you talk about merchant services, like I think a lot of people just go, "Okay, what is that?" Because I like put my card in and I have this little terminal and all those kind of things. Like, what, what, what kind of things are you working with them on, and and, and how does that work?
0: Sure. Um, I think maybe what I'll do is give kind of a brief history with where merchant services came about. So in the very beginning, uh, back when they had uh, the businesses that were cash only, along came credit cards. And what that did was that allowed uh, customers to spend money that they didn't have in their pocket at the time. So it was a really good deal for merchants.
1: You sound like me. I, uh, I, te- okay, I'm going to interrupt you for just yeah, a no second because you never know where things are going to go on the radio. So I work with, uh, Junior Achievement. Yes. And this week we were talking about invisible money. So there you go. There you go. All my students who are listening, which that is no, none of them, I'm guessing. But, uh, <laughs> but, it, but, but it's the same concept, right? We all of a sudden got to this point where we could use credit cards, debit cards, all those things. So. Right.
0: And, and so it was a boon for merchants. It was really good for merchants to be able to uh, provide goods and services to people at the time that they wanted them. So it was a real benefit to merchants to have that ability. Well, time has passed. And now what has happened is with all of the miles and the points and all of the other things that go into it, it's no longer particularly an advantage. It's a minimum requirement that is now costing merchants and the people who pay cash for things to subsidize all this. And so one of our goals is to come in and help alleviate that. Uh, for the merchants so that they can still offer the services without it hitting their bottom line so hard.
1: Excellent. So uh, talk about, so if there's business owners out there and they're listening this morning and they go, gee, uh, this sounds like maybe something Ty maybe makes it sound like he might be able to help us. Like what's your process with them Sure. to kind of figure out, can you help them? How can you help them? All those types of things.
0: Well, one of the things we do is we come in and we want to talk to them about their business or their services that they're doing because uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's it's very unique for each business. So once we find out what it is that they're wanting or that that they have or don't have that they would like to have, then we put together a plan for them. And uh, in some cases, they're like, I just want to reduce this <laughs> fees. It's expensive. And, and we get that. Uh, we actually have programs that can eliminate uh, the per item fees, the percentage fees, and the junk fees. About 70% of our uh, merchants are able to qualify and go with that route. Some of them are, it doesn't work for them. They need to just stay more traditional. And so we just look at ways to save them money. Well, and I,
1: you know, when you and I were talking about this here, what was it earlier this week or last week? Um, I was talking about one of the previous positions that I had and we had a, a line item on our monthly report that was called bank fees. <laughs> and, and I, I wonder, uh, I think if business owners had that in their, in their P and L, if sure. they looked at that under their, their expenses, I think they would look at that and go, Whoa. I mean, cause the, the one organization we were talking about, I, I want to say we were spending like 35 or 40 grand a year in bank fees. Correct. And, you know, if you can reduce that by 10% as a nonprofit organization, hey, yeah, and- save 4000 here, save 4000 there. So eventually we call that real money, right? So I think that's just fascinating because it depends on, you know, how much of your business is uh, invisible money, mm-hmm. as the JA group would say, versus actual cash money or checks. So, I mean, I, do, do you go through and look at that? How do you look yes. through that with so, them? So
0: what we do is we sit down with them. Once we've kind of determined what it is that they're wanting to do, um, we'll get two or three statements from them. Uh, I send it off to uh, New York, which is where the company is based out of. And uh, we have a gentleman who's been doing it for years, one of the founders. Uh, he goes through the statement line by line, and he has seen everything. And a lot of these junk fees, as they're called, are are just hidden fees that are there because virtually every other processor, and I mean virtually all of them, we are the only privately held uh, that's still remaining. Uh, We're debt-free. And so that helps us be able to offer rates at wholesale because we go direct to them. And that makes it so that you're not going to have all of these junk fees that get added. Four times a year, the banks call up all the processors and say, hey, you can add this, you can add this. And most of them do because they have shareholders being privately held. We don't have to satisfy that.
1: So, um, and this is one of the interesting things I've found uh, as I've gone through this process multiple times. Because I think sometimes if you just look at certain things, you know, you look at something in your in your l and you go, okay, why is this? Like, if you just look at it and instinctively go, why is this fee so high? You know, you can figure out, well, what the heck? And so, um, like, it seems like there's so many things that go into that processing fee because they'll be like, we'll only charge you 1.9% of the transaction, but then there's a per transaction charge and then there's these other things. So when you say junk fees, what are the kind of the things that go into that?
0: Um, So, so the true junk fees are just kind of uh, made up. It's like, whose line is it anyway? Okay. Uh, you know, they just put it in there. They won't know what this is. Kind of
1: like a handling fee on top of the shipping
0: fee or co- something. Correct. I, I mean, right. I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and that's what I tell, cause a lot of people, I mean, you're busy with your business. You're not necessarily wanting to become, you know, to, to examine this. And a lot of times they aren't, they, when I ask people, they can't even find their statements. They don't. And and part of the reason is, is they don't make it easy for some people to get their statements. If you're having difficulty getting your statement, that may be a good sign that you need to push harder to get it.
1: Well, and I think um, it, it sounds to me like from a process standpoint, a streamlined standpoint, it's like, okay, that that kind of sounds onerous for a business owner. Oh my gosh, we're going to have to change credit card processors and, uh, you know, how does that all work? Um, so talk about kind of how you help them through that and how you can kind of help
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: alleviate that. Concern, I guess.
0: Right. We we do the heavy lifting. Um, essentially, if we have the statements, we go through, we take a look, and what we look at is what's called the effective rate. Because everyone has, oh, I'm, I'm paying 2.5 or 1.9, as you said. They maybe don't know how much per transaction they're paying. They don't know about all of the other fees that are added in. So when you put that all together, we call that the effective rate. So in people's minds, they go, oh, I'm 1.9. Well- your effective rate may be 3.5 or 4.5. I ran into one a couple of weeks ago that was 12.5.
1: 12.5% effective rate on transaction (laughs) fee, on on transaction. On our transactions, yes. Holy smokes. Yeah. So are there certain industries, Ty, that you're looking to try to get into? Like, you know, is there a wheelhouse for you? Or is it just, hey, if your business is taking credit card processing and you're processing by credit card, which I don't know many that aren't probably at this point um, that you come and look at it for them and see what it looks like.
0: So, so yeah, it's across the broad spectrum. Um, Some people go, Oh, well, you know, we do a lot of transactions, but uh, it's all online. No problem. Virtual terminal. Um, So we can do everything from that all the way down to the small mom, pa shop. Um, There's, there's just a lot of things out there and it, it's kind of difficult to say, oh, it's, you know, our rate is this or that, because it, it varies very much from business or organization to organization.
1: Very good. Okay. So how can people find you? How can they reach you? What's a good way to, to get in touch with you?
0: Yeah. So you can send me an email at tie.westover at go or uh, if call my number. And it's
1: pretty easy. It's tyty.westover, west over literally at goepsg.com. Uh, you can just reach out to him or if if you want, you can call the Leiba office and ask for me. I'll help you get connected. Uh, but I think this is one of those times where, you know, you talked about business owners spending so much time in their business. This is an opportunity to spend a little bit of time on their business. Um, where it's not going to be a huge investment of their time. Cause you're going to do a bunch of the back work and say, right. here's what it is. Here's what we compare. Now, obviously you work in a world of sales sure. and so you're, you're wanting to make sales. But uh, I mean, if you look at what they've got and what you've got, you know, kind of talk about that evaluation time.
0: Sure. So um, we're able to evaluate it relatively quickly. Um, and what we'll do is we'll bring back essentially a report and, Uh, There are some that we've come across that, Hey, they're in pretty good shape. And so we'll tell them, Hey, you're in great shape. If something changes, you might want to contact us back. And that does happen because, you know, sometimes they have a pretty good deal. And then all of a sudden it's down for 39 hours, like happened Mm -hmm. to some of our clients. And so that things change. The other thing is we don't have contracts. So, What, what that means is once, what, what keeps us in your house is we do a good job. If we're not, it's very easy to move on from us, which is not the same case for some of the other
1: companies. I think sometimes it's about a contract. It's about a term of contract. It's about, you know, annual increases, you know, we're going to do a 0.05 increase each year over a five-year contract. Well, or yearly, that's a quarter yearly percent or yearly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the annual membership fee or maintenance fee or those kind of things. So, um, anyway, it's kind of fascinating what you're doing and trying to help our local business owners again. Uh, it's tie dot at go GP or no, wait, go tie dot at go EPSG.com uh, give Ty a shout out, or if you need to get a hold of me at the LEBA office, we can help you guys get connected. Um, anything else you want us to know about EPSG before we wrap up here, Ty?
0: No, like I said, we're out there just trying to save the world one merchant at a time and, uh, would love to sit down and have a chat with anyone that would like to see if there's a way that, uh, we can help them be more efficient.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you again, Ty, for joining us uh, here on the LIBA business hour. We will be back back right after this on 93.7, the ticket.